The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Okay. Okay. It is, uh, it Huzz- is I. Huzzah! Bobbeth Van Noyes. Yes, sir. And, joined, uh, as always. Yes. By another guy. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. We had, we took a, we took a week off. We took a brief hiatus. Brief hiatus. Um, we're going to talk more about why we're kind of on a semi-hiatus this week, I guess. Yeah. We're just, we're giving a little ad- addendum to this the podcast. Check-in. So. Just to just to keep clean, keep pure. Let's do what we always do. We always talk a little politics. Yeah. Do you want to intro? Um, we'll do that after. Oh, okay. yeah. That's yeah. fine. Like I don't give do. a shit. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I, don't, I literally jump don't. in. After the day I've had, I literally don't care. Let's just jump right in. If you haven't noticed, midterms are around the corner, November 8th, right? Is your uh, phone blowing up? What? Are, are you getting, like, I'm getting... No, I'm not getting robocalls. Dude, I'm I don't robocalls. I, I get texts like crazy. I'm getting a lot of mail, and Rex is getting a lot of texts yeah. and phone calls. I'm not. I okay. didn't hit that list yet. Thank God. I just get random heavy breathers. Like I get them to the point where I'm pretty sure someone signed me up, just as a lark. As yeah, like, as a well, we, fuck Bobby. As a wee quip. <laughs> Why you 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 don't have any enemies? In the world, do you? None. None. Zero. 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 Everyone um, loves me. <laughs> How many non-competes and NDAs oh. has this man <laughs> Let's go down the forsaken? line, my friend. Um, but no, it's been a, a crazy week. And yeah, everybody's putting on uh, their foot on the gas pedal. If you have a mailbox, and let's be honest, not everybody does. No. Some people don't, and that's sad. Uh, but if you do have a mailbox... You are uh, contributing to the recycling of your city and town. It is so ridiculous. It's it's been you know, and I you know as well as I do those those little four color glossy giant, and they're all giant now. Yeah, giant adverts um, for politicians cost probably about a buck each. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go. I don't sure. know. They probably buy for a little less because they buy a lot. But how effective? I mean, I know they say you have to hit marketing and you have to hit your constituency from all levels. You got to do radio, TV. Uh, right now, huge money into YouTube, yeah. um, Facebook. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't participate on TikTok, but I got to imagine there's got to be some sort of. Ad yeah. revenue generation based on politicians. YouTube, you can't get around it. Um, yeah. It's every you try to click on a video and you're watching an ad for somebody. Well, I get a text message probably at least I don't know six to eight times a day. I'll get a that many. Now my phone, luckily, 
has like a spam. Yeah, like most, it, most people do, where it's yeah. just potential spam. It or, just slides yeah. into my spam or yeah, whatever. But for like, sure. Every once in a while, I'm curious, and I'll just go back, and I'm just like, oh, man, why am I getting texts from fucking Mark Rubio? Or you know what Lauren I mean? Boebert. <clears throat> She's very oh. big on that get a lot of those you know and it's and it's funny too because they always um that we'll little talk about biscuit that i hate her so much um, <laughs> she's literally has no value as a human uh that being said i call her hate fuck mckinsey hate fuck <laughs> mctitsovich um <laughs> she's <laughs> the madam of pointy chin town uh but she she amongst others um it's famous because, you know, like uh, Saudi Arabia just spent 94. Saudi, okay. Yes. And when I say Saudi Arabia, I don't mean Saudi Arabia, Kentucky. That's not a city. I mean, the actual country of Saudi. You know, the people that flew build uh, fucking planes into our buildings. Yeah. Those guys have contributed no less than 94 million dollars to the Republican Party yeah. this midterm. Uh, for elections. Uh, And that's documented. That's fact. That's inarguable. This is where we're at right now. And unfortunately, to this day, because I mentioned the the efficacy of all of these adverts we're getting, right? All this bombing. It's all... it's It's a known fact that the more money you spend on your campaign, the higher your odds of winning. So when I when I say how efficient, how effective this is, it must be because people always go back and say, "Hey, I had three million for my election. My opponent had thirty five million, and they won." Definitely, like that's literally the only litmus test. It's direct to correlation. But so. So there's somebody watching those YouTube videos and shitty commercials. Yeah, and, I mean, and reading those giant fucking laminated cards we get well we are in district three state of colorado and we have a big race going on right Mm -hmm. now and this is a really good example of what's going on i have looked into this and um the guy that is running against lauren bobert who is our congressional representative schiff uh adam schiff 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 adam has money He's got people. He's an Aspen guy. Yeah. He's got a lot of contributors. He is out earning. Lauren. And the polls reflect it. The polls reflect it because this is like one of the more gerrymandered red districts that you'll ever find. 100%. I mean, they made it very clear that that District 3 is going to be a red I mean, we're not, red Ge- we're not Georgia gerrymandered. But we but are it's, we're, we're getting good. It's pretty rough. We're good at it. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, Pueblo, which is five hours away from here, is part of our district. And that's it. It's Makes, the only part of our district. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. Pueblo so, known for? Uh, conservative fucking. Tight ass white Republicans. people. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, that also includes Grand Junction, which is another same. big stronghold. Same, same. For the red. Yep. And they, you know, like. She's been built to to win this race, but the current polls, because of the money that he's spending, he has out earned her, right? From what I understand, and, and that that is the only reason that he's been up as much as a point with four point differential. He's in the margin of error in almost every poll, a hundred percent. Yeah, and that's could, happened over the last ten days. And like the only promising thing that I've seen to make me feel better about that, because you know. This isn't a movie. The bad guys win a lot. 
in politics. They do. We we want to believe the, the the right. And don't get me wrong, Adam Schiff has some sus shit. Yes, but I take his sus shit over hers. Like her shit is so banana cakes. I I don't care if this guy stole money from his company. I don't. I the can he does he want to legislate for the benefit of his constituency? Because she hasn't done one thing to improve her district. She, Not one. She has yet to get one piece of legislation out of committee. Yeah. Let alone Not one. Let alone. Because all she does is try to prop herself up on the national stage. She has nothing to do with Colorado. She doesn't give a fuck she, about She's Colorado. never here. Never here. She's never here. She hasn't shown up for like the last four or five sessions. Events. Yeah. I mean, just political events oh, political to run events. against Frisch. No, she, just she doesn't, doesn't care. Show up. She'd rather be at CPAC. That's her she hubris. Wants, she wants to fight for, she wants to be the next Sarah Palin and be somebody's vice president. She's on Twitter fighting with AOC most of the time. That's basically what her job is. What you meant is losing to AOC I guess. most of the I time. Mean, I don't care. She I has, don't, she has horrible social media people, yeah. and that's why they quit every three months. But to go back over the meta, the macro of what's going on, luckily, um, what I go back to is nationwide, we're seeing an incredible early voter turnout. Yeah. Which for the Republicans means bad. They, oh, yeah. They historically do not um, mail in and they do not early vote, they vote day of. Uh, so to see that high record early voting is extremely promising. Will we lose the House? Yeah, probably. Probably. But no. not not definitely. Nope. Not definitely. I still I still hold on to hope. So either way, whatever way you swing, there's one judge in this town that's a dem that needs to be taken off the court, but that's just because I have inside steez. Sure. Most judges you vote party line. Most small committee, yeah. you vote party line. If I'm a Republican, I vote Republican if I see an R. Um, if you have time, we all don't, to do some research at all on any of these people. It's not very hard to find out who these people really are. I mean, one of the most notable sources to go through is 538, Five, which is uh, Nate Silver's... 358? 538. It's 538? Yeah. Why do I... Why didn't which my, is how many seats there is in yeah, Congress. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. do I say 350... I have uh, no idea. I don't know. No, I don't fine. know. That's fine. It doesn't matter because... I just got back from New Orleans and I might be a little punchy. The funniest thing about Nate Silver and... They, I mean, they have a model that predicts things at a they higher got rate. Than everybody else. He's got algorithms out the butthole. But every few years we have that outlier election where he is on CNN or what have you just trying to explain why his models are fucked. Yeah. And it's always the same answer. It's turnout. You can't predict turnout. Turnout. That's the only part of that's the only variable in that algorithm that they can't predict. They the, can guess. They can guess based upon what happened last time or over the last ten elections. And I'm they sure, say, you know. I, and I think it was John Kerry versus Bush was like the biggest year he took a bath because five thirty eight was right. like, oh no, John Kerry's going to win. Right, the presidency, but the their states. Al- their algorithms are better now. They have more data to yes. pull, right? So those those that ability to predict every year and every election cycle just gets better and better. And well, better. as you collect points yeah, of reference, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how fucking math works. Right? And I mean, there's like a ninety two percent chance that the Democrats lose the House. Yeah, 
You know I mean, what I mean? I, I, but, but again, which is why I brought early voter turnout. Yeah. You can't predict that mm-hmm. necessarily. So long story short, in Georgia, you got Herschel Walker versus Warnock. The fact that this isn't 93 versus 7%. It is hilarious. The fact that, in general, there's 4 to 7 to 11% undecided. Yeah. I don't know if people just don't like talking about their politics, which is what I believe. I believe when they poll, people don't want to be thought of one way or the other. So they say I'm undecided because they feel very vulnerable to criticism. It's the same with exit polling, like with ex- exactly, exactly. Yeah. People uh, tend to not want to give their like, what? Eh, who did I just vote well, for? Eh. Last time you stood up in a restaurant and said, "All right, everybody, raise your hand." Yeah, if you voted, you know, no I one mean, what's that conversation? More now, more than ever. I mean, I remember twenty years ago, nobody would raise their hand. Now, I think everybody might raise their hand because they're very polarized and we're obviously very tribalized at this point and very fractured as an American society. We're at the most divisive that I've ever been alive without question. Yeah. I wasn't around in the 20s and 30s and 40s and late 18s. This is a whole different thing. I mean, this is everybody's decrying civil war, civil war, which there's never going to be a true civil war again. That. That should won't happen um, just because we have a military and that won't happen. If anything, it'll be martial law and an occupation more than anything. But as far as brothers and sisters picking up guns no. and fighting their neighbors, that's never going to happen again. Right. So our civil war is more on a public platform and more in the open space in the market of ideas. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, yeah. But then you get jackholes with militias. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, so I—I I mean, I don't know. I hope the election goes that way. If they get the house, they're going to try to impeach Biden. They're going to try to impeach. Yeah, whatever. The, the, they're, they're, they're not going to get. They're not going to do anything. But they're going to—they're going to gum up the works. Yeah, and if they win, they're not going to get the requisite numbers to just do whatever they want. Run roughshod. Now, what they can do is affect funding. They yep. can affect budget decisions. They can based cut, on executive they can orders. Cut money off. Right. They can fuck the programs. money up. Yeah, they, they can I don't, fuck the money up. I don't think they're going to get the Senate. I don't think they're strong no. enough to get the Senate at this point. But I, you know, I, I hold out hope yeah. that, you know, that 7%, it's like, you know, when you roll a 20-sided dice in D&D, you guys have been there, and you need a 19 or 20, and you roll it. It feels good. It feels good. Uh, so let's roll that dice. Even if you're creating 20 alternate timelines. Uh, true. Which is true. Or if you're trying to fight, you know, a 17th level demi-lich. Some yeah. teams, you know. You need that 19. <sighs> or that nat 20. Let's go. <sighs> Bobby loves D&D references. I know. I love um, it. Hey. <laughs> so, guys, we are back. We are back. But this is uh, officially, I think, going to be episode 199B yeah. of the Whiskey Reel. Yep. Because here's the big news. Yeah. And then we will introduce ourselves. <laughs> the big news is next week we are celebrating and getting ready for our 200th fucking episode. That's crazy, man. Are you serious? Yeah, man. That's a, you know, and a lot of you have been with us 
I mean, some of you have been with us the whole time. No doubt. Most of you have been with us a while. Yeah. And hopefully some of you have been with us, I mean, only a couple few. Um, Bobby's been branching out and doing his thing with some of the other, you know, whiskey reel, umbrella projects that yeah, he's it's doing. all family. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to give you guys at least some entertainment with what's going on outside of your walls and your doors. Um, it's nice to be able to think about something else. I know we talk a little politics, but... So, but before we get into the nuts and bolts of what we're going to do for this 200th, which yeah. is going to be vague-ish, because quite frankly, we don't really know. <laughs> but <laughs> you guys across from me, back from the Big Easy. Love it. Which was his nickname in college. Always. Still is. Not that he went to college. Nope. <laughs> Six years of junior college. <laughs> yeah, You're welcome. You and, you and me both, sir. Yes. Yeah, that's why we're sitting here today. <laughs> it all went great. It went great. Uh, my good friend, I'm so happy to have you back. I'm Thanks, so glad buddy. that you got to have a vacation. It's my first vacation of this length in 10 years. I'm really, really happy for you guys. Thank you. You got to have some time. Thank you. You got to go see a football game. We don't have to talk about that necessarily. It's the same old story. I'm guaranteeing my man got to eat some great food. Better food than you. Drink some fucking good drinks. Yes, sir. My good friend. Good, good friend. Mr. Sir Antonio Branderas of the Baton Rouge Branderas's Lasse. Lasse. Who dat? Who dat? Welcome back, buddy. It's Thank so good you, to see you, man. Thank you. And Lassie. we've had a day. I've had a day. We've covered some stuff. Lasse le bon temps roule. Let the good times roll. Let Remember times that roll. as you're going through your life, brother. Um, that being said, sitting across from me, we'll talk a little bit about the Crescent City. Sitting across from me is a lovely man with a lovely disposition unless you date him. He is <laughs> one of my be- I'm kidding. That was a joke. We joke around wow, here. Okay. Um, he is one of my best friends. He is uh, mine and Ty from El Moro's meat of our sandwich Oh, as we were sitting between or out, uh, outside of him. Uh, this is one of my best friends. This is the Bobby Duke. He haunts my dreams and did in New Orleans. Shocker. This is one Mr. Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Bloomfield Van Noises. <laughs> Sorry, I had to drive no, through there twice. That's fair. That's fair. And it's true. It's true. I don't want to dox you, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, buddy, uh, talk to me a little about uh, your trip to New Orleans. I, I mean, I have no deets. No deets. Um, we uh, don't have to get in depth, but we, like, give me, the, a, give know, me the 30,000 foot view. Okay. What your trip was there's like. Not, there's not a ton to talk about other than Rex and I went to New Orleans for about eight days, which if you've ever been to that city right now, you're asking yourself how. Um, we did about day six, asked ourselves how and why. Uh, that being said, uh, we were in the quarter and garden district floating around mid city. And it was beautiful being by the Mississippi and the weather at this time of the year, or I should say like last couple of weeks, uh, parallels Durango. Yeah. It is sunny and beautiful and warm and obviously there's like a six degree shift from day to night it goes from 78 to 72 those are your temps 
all day. <laughs> and so you're out, you're having a great time. We ate better food than you, as I'd like to say. And I mean you as the royal you. All of you, none of you ate better food than me. Uh, it was amazing. It was a beautiful time. We squeezed the life out of that city. We saw a Saints game with bad refereeing. It happens basically every week. And but we had a beautiful time with 75,000 of our brethren drinking uh drinking a lot of booze on the way to the stadium and back from the stadium. Oh my God, yeah. But uh Superdome, Caesar Superdome, that facility, that area is built for Super Bowls. So by virtue of things to do in and around the stadium, it's unparalleled. Um, but amazing time. We made it there safe. We were safe there, made it back safe. And that's all that matters. And we can survive to live another day and go back as soon as possible. So I'm happy to be back in old Durangi. Well, it's good to have you back. Um, obviously, you were missed. Thank you. You know, we took a little time off. Um, you did some some movie, your movie guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I recorded a couple of episodes of Judgment Day while you were gone. Yeah. I brought on uh, someone that you work with. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Dustin Nolan, also known as Deacon I've from fucking- 92.9. I fucking have been working with that guy, we estimated, for seven years. Yeah. Doing that show every Wine, week. Wine About It Wednesday. Wine About It Wednesday. Yeah, that's yeah. a local show. Don't bother looking it up. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a 92.9 thing, but Aaron goes on. He, as you guys may or may not know, Aaron is uh, a psalm, and he's pretty goddamn knowledgeable when it comes to wine. And he and, and Dustin, who you guys have heard on the podcast uh, as of, I don't know, Tuesday. Just chop it up? Yeah. Uh, as of a week ago. Yeah, yeah, you guys chop it up. You talk wine. It's great. Yeah. Um, he is a sweet man. I like Dustin a lot. He has been at times a frenemy to me. But, he has been a frenemy to you before. We and good on you guys. And we hashed it out. Good we had for a you guys. great conversation. We really had a nice time. Good. We came he, to the conclusion that we need to probably spend more time together because we do have a lot in common. Nice, yeah, you guys do. He's a he's a he's a dork. He wears stupid hats, so you guys would get along fine. He does wear stupid. Hats. He wears stupid hats. I never wear hats, and he's a Packer fan because I have good hair for a man my age. My, if you notice, yeah. that man does not have good hair. No, no, he doesn't have great hair. Okay. We love him, but, but he doesn't have the best hair. But Bobby and I have really nice hair yeah. for our age. In for, fact, I think you have better hair than I do. For a 50-year-old, yeah. I'm still no, in the you're, game. You're, you're in, in the there. game. Thank you, sir. I'm My stuff is, I have a really nice uh, salt-to-pepper ratio. And you have good haircuts, which and is I have so important. Haircuts. I take care of my If you're hair. guys out there, if you're feeling weird about your hair, you gotta get a... Don't do the sports cuts... Fucking don't let your wife cut your hair. Don't do any of that shit. Go pay $40, including tip, with with a good barber, with a good hairdresser. And get God your hair right. done right. Because you do it once a month. Meanwhile, you guys spend money on dumb shit constantly. You'll go spend $300 at a bar one weekend with your buddies, but you'll say a $40 haircut's too expensive. Go get it. Your wife will enjoy it. Your girlfriend will enjoy it. Your prospective lover will enjoy it. The flip side to that is that it costs $40 to go get your shitty mullet. Like, guys oh, will... I, 
You know yeah, what I'm I mean? Not t- those guys don't listen to our program. What is happening? Well, they live Actually, in, they do. They live I in, know a couple of them. I'm they, talking to you. Oh, I know. Talking, talking to you. Do you. Yeah, yeah, you do. Are Braden Field fucking fans? <laughs> dude, dude, like these guys will go spend $40 to get a mullet. Because that's kind of the thing now, right? Well, it's been the thing for about 10 years. It's not been exactly groundbreaking. No, I know. And it was shitty in the fucking late 80s, too, by the way. But isn't that a a really appropriate litmus test for the women that you're hanging out with? Like, any woman that wants me with this haircut, I don't want her. I don't want want her. Listen, listen. (laughs) Girls like mullets. Why women like haircuts? Yeah, they do. So you can def- yeah. you can make deference to whatever you'd like to, but depending on my mood, I mostly like women. I granted, there are times <laughs> brought to you by Hard Kombucha, <laughs> Flying Embers Hard Kombucha. Flying. Um, God, how cool would it be if they were our sponsor? We there should reach out. Nobody sponsor them. And boxes of you flying just, embers. You can just take everywhere. a photo of this, the the Cloud City studio. Yeah, guys, and they they'd have to give check you it out. Fucking, check it out. It's this amazing. Is what we're doing. I'm just saying. We uh, smash so, <laughs> the hard boots. So let's let's talk briefly about yeah. what we're planning for next week. Yes. Like I say, this is 199.5, 199B, or 199.5 is better. Yeah. Um, Can we do a half sign? Because, dude, you got to think about it. We were pondering the concept of doing a live show for our 200th, which would have been kind of fun. Yeah. But life being what it is, there was Life is weird. There There was was no no time. We're both very busy. Up until recently, which up until the day of this recording, I I had no more time. I had no more time in my life. It just, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a husband. I'm a dad. I have two fucking. I got a podcast. I got a radio show, and I, I'm also trying to run three restaurants. And beyond that, I'm not doing that show without obviously um, our chuddy buddy Sean, Mo- Sean Moriarty yeah. not being involved. And in he a live was out show. of town the same way I was. Exactly. So he's been gone for over two weeks. Yeah, he's having a great time in Cali with Katie. Yeah, he's, he's having still a really there. good. Yeah, he was in Solvang sweating his big chuddy dick off the last time I talked to him. Beyond that, I don't want to do a live show without our benefactor and and number yeah, one without Blakey Pooh. celebrity crush, yeah. which is Blakey. We yeah, can't yeah. do it without Blake Crouch. No, we can't. And so we've got you to know. line up the stars to make it an official 200th. Yeah. What we're trying to do is get some, if you guys remember the 100th episode, if you don't remember it, go back and listen to it. It's kind of where... This iteration or the last iteration of the Whiskey Reel where we turned the corner, we felt creatively and we ch- literally changed the dynamic of this program Yes, based on that 100th episode. It was a uh, watershed. It was a watershed moment to put it better than I put it. Um, we, had a, we had call-ins. Um, we had some real open discussion. It felt loose. It felt organic. And we want to kind of harken back to that and so we're trying to get some live in calls we obviously want our chuddy buddy here we want sean mo here uh we want to write an old school ad for you guys uh we're also going to be interspersing some of the older ads into it bobby's going to take some time to pick out some fun stuff and some of the shit you guys don't remember like some of the 
we were smoking a cigarette and came up with an ad idea in, in a about drive 47 seconds. Getting yelled at by my neighbor. Yeah, getting yelled at by your Literally getting screamed, like me yeah. screaming at my neighbor to die. Yeah, that yeah. was that was fun. And we just <laughs> came up with ad ideas on the moment, in the night. They were great. And they were fun. They were oftentimes terrible. but Sometimes like, they, were, they made those more than terrible they made no sense. No sense. They were literally funny to three guys standing having a smoke on a parking lot. Hundred percent. Those were the only people that found those funny. But, but they were. I still think they have some value because I think, especially in retrospect, uh, some of what we said would now be considered uh, cancelable. Not because we we're being mean or cruel, just because we touched on subject matter that was a little ambitious we were being us <laughs> we were being us um <laughs> just like you guys are you you're not getting recorded when you're sitting around talking to your people yeah um, so i'm definitely going to do that i want to touch on some of those old ads yeah that were just talk to some friends too ridiculous to think about talking to friends is going to be a big deal yeah. um if i recall on the 100th episode we talked to the liquor fairy mm-hmm great conversation our friend dana we love him so dearly yes. i would love to have a call with dana i can uh, set up dana mike beavers yeah my old buddy yeah we had a great talk with mike beavers yeah reminiscing uh, about you reminiscing about me uh we had a live musical performance from john brown oh my god we did he performed the brad pitt song i <laughs> <laughs> Does he want to come back for the that? Only live musical performance <laughs> in the history of the whiskey room. Um, no. <laughs> um, also, if you guys uh, want to listen, listen back to Judgment Day. Um, John Brown appears on an episode called Bobby's Cousin Bobby. We do a little movie talk. It was actually pretty great. It was super fun and sweet. Um, I would love to get John Brown. I don't know. I'm going to be making all those calls this week. Okay. As well as you are. As well as I will. So yeah. we're going to put something really special together for you guys. We be- just didn't want to blow the 200th winging together some dog shit and just say, yay. Because like I said, we we at at one point, we especially when we were talking about our 100th episode, that was the one where we were like, look. We were going to rent out a local theater. We were going to have it live streamed. We were going in hard. And then literally the pandemic happened. The pandemic um, fucked us. Yeah. And so instead of delaying the podcast until that was over, till we can like cash in on the 100th, we just kept rolling with you guys because we figured through the pandemic, we would miss it. You would miss it. So now here we are at the 200th. Jesus Christ. Crazy. Um, which if you were a mathematician is... 300 hours of recording, not to mention the hundreds of hours of prep. Yeah. So just keep that in mind, you sons of bitches. Uh, that being said. We do the work. We we try to do some work. We used to be ridiculous about it. We used to be like... I know. And we'll t- we're going to talk about some stuff behind the scenes and some stuff in front of the scenes on the 200th with Sean Moe. We've got a well, lot of funny stories yeah. that led to a lot of the program and how things happened. And we've got some fun stuff. We're going to kind of let you guys behind the curtain. I think that'd be fun for all of us. 100%. Because there's stuff that I remember that Bobby doesn't, Sean remembers that I don't. And we're going to we're gonna have a good time talking about it for sure. And I think it's worth noting that's really the most important part of what's happening right now. 
the fact of the matter is I was not going to do a 200 show without having Sean Moriarty be a part of it. Of course. He's not a a regular member of the no, Whiskey Reel anymore. Not anymore. But I mean, are you got to be kidding me? Like we've done some of the coolest like we have fucking stupid internet videos that have gotten 30,000 views. Yeah. Because of Sean Moe. Yeah. Because Sean Moe... Put in the time. We sat down, we wrote something, and then he turned it into something just delicious. Yeah. And, like, we really made an impact. Yeah. Like, a lot of people Especially saw locally. our Especially And we'll talk more about that during the 200th, yeah. but... But doing that, doing that episode without Sean wouldn't, seemed wouldn't be right. Very disrespectful and something I would never do. No. He's got to be a part of it. Because you no. can't write the story... Of without, the whiskey reel. Without it. Without Sean Moriarty. You and can't. I'm not going to include Hans and Dougie. Well, <laughs> I mean, I would. It's I, funny. I don't even know where those people are. I kind of thought about, actually, as we were discussing this, I kind of thought about giving Hans a buzz and seeing if he might want to have a right. a call in with this. Because it'd be kind of cool. Maybe be revisit fun. like those early days of the what whiskey led, reel. Because... As you guys may or may not know, the whiskey reel was not mine and Bobby's and Sean's. It was some other gentlemen's named Dougie Fresh and Hans, and they started it, and they had a certain format. Well, they started with with me with, in, my, in my living room. Oh, I thought. Oh no, they I was started no no no. I was in. No no no. See? I was I was on the first episode of the whiskey. The reel. more you know. Um, or they? What was theirs? God, I think uh, they have a. I don't think they. Do a they, podcast they anymore? They used to do a podcast. It's and, called okay. So the whole they had a podcast called Unreal to Real, right? And Whiskey Real was started out of that. Yes. Okay. And that's Hans what I meant. Got a hold of me, and he was like, "Dude, do you want to do a podcast? Do you want to record with us?" And I was like, "I mean, I'll do." And so I went on and I did Unreal to Real with them. Right. That's it. And we that's recorded a couple. But that's then I was, was like, I was like, I feel like we could do something something else yeah you know what i mean and we kind of came up with the idea hans and i doug did nothing i i'm not a shame to say no that. no no he i don't no, i don't think he would no, say otherwise he had no in, input on <laughs> he's that. too busy dressing but, like uh, winnie the pooh and so what we did initially and i guess this is something for you guys to learn that haven't heard the early days and never will because those are archived uh we started this as a watchback podcast where we would pick a movie put the movie on you would start it and then we would comment with you basically sort of a mystery science theater 3000 without the volume with a bottle of whiskey and just three assholes watching a movie right sometimes it was super super funny but most of the time it descended into madness and and chaos yeah um and even we did we carried that thread on yeah we took that same format and we would do um, it, it, some of you guys may know we used to do two podcasts a week or two podcasts every other week because we're like, well, shit, we'll just knock out two programs. Yeah. And then I mean, we released every week. We released every week, but we would record two <laughs> programs a week, not really thinking that we had to choose two different bottles of whiskey and yep. watch it. Or what we did, we started listening to albums all the way through yeah. and commenting on them, which was really kind of cool. Oh, uh, for super us. cool. We did, we did a lot of cool albums. Um, but that that being said, you can imagine episode two 
Because <laughs> this would be like a three-hour recording session. And we would just record one, stop, take a break, <laughs> and then come back and record an entirely other, uh, other episode. Which, by the end of that... Oh, so there was a good year and a half where every other episode of the Whiskey Row was fucking unlistenable chaos. We just were just like, yeah. Yeah. So Aaron was crying every episode. I mean, I'm Uh, speaking in Australian accents. Was Sean. it? But it was going from Australian to English to <laughs> yeah. Irish to oh, yeah. South African. Yeah. Yeah. I go from Australian to a leprechaun. Sean was threatening somebody. Oh yeah, he was oh, yeah. trying to fight us both. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, the early days of the whiskey room were. Uh, they were adventurous. They were adventurous. We, we were, were doing stuff. Yeah, I've, we recorded one episode, and this is. Uh, yeah, we're just we're just jamming. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget this episode because we had two good friends in town. They were. More my friends than Sean. I don't think you had met them previous, but um, good friends, um, Evan and Lindsay. And I had invited them to come on. And I invited you to come on for sure. And there was like five fucking people, maybe six. No, oh, you're talking about the living room episode? In a living room. No, I, there was like seven people. Yeah. And, and there was we like, were watching Beetlejuice. And there was like one microphone. One microphone. In an ambient room. It was dog shit. Dog shit. But we had the funnest time. Oh, we had such a blast. Yeah. By the way, we didn't do that, like, just wake up and record. We went to, I think, the Durango Wine Experience. And then went to the river. Yeah. And then we went to my house and we recorded that episode. Son. And... It was a good day. It was psychotic. It was psychotic. But what we noticed, through the grace of God... Was that you and I had a weird chemistry with each other. We managed... It was mostly you and I talking to each other. It was quippy. Quippy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had like a... We had a quippy little back and forth. Play off each other a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And uh, it turned out being uh, an epiphany for me. I think two weeks later, we brought on Sean with less people. You called Sean. And it was myself... You, Sean, I think Jess Hans. I don't think Doug might have been there. Uh, he never. At that point, he was kind of <laughs> busy. But it was four of us around yeah. one microphone, and we did a recording. And I realized I was like, uh, I think you, me, and Sean just had a voice. Right. Now it's funny when I record just with Hans. I have a voice with Hans. Like he and I have an interplay. What we don't have is an interplay with multiple people in the room. Hans and I can record together and be compelling. You're fine. We're fine. Yeah. But we don't have that like around the room kind of vibe. Sure. So anyways, that's how that there you go. That's a behind the looking glass. Yeah. Kind of. That's an OG where it came from. Yeah. You know, and we we, you know, uh, we after being interested in doing this for a little while, uh, became very frustrating because the people that were involved uh, simply would not be available every week or every other week for that matter. Yeah. So it became an issue Doug. of can we can we record <laughs> now? And then Hans got with his well, no, and, and, and Hans got started a family, and, got married. Yeah, I mean, just, I'm not disrespecting. Oh no, just saying no, of course not. We get busy in our lives, and at that point. I was in a position where I really wanted to focus on something 
and you were too. And we were like really gung ho and fired up about doing this. And we just happened to, you know, all come to the consensus with Sean Moe, like, let's try to do it this way. We started oddly enough, the newest member of the whiskey reel, Sean was the one that reached out to Hans. I love that we're doing this actually, by the way, this is a nice precursor. This is going to be a lead up to the behind the scenes. Really cool. Yeah. Um, Sean was the one that reached out to Hans and asked him because Sean, you know, Sean is a pretty proactive guy and he had done podcasting like a lot more than. Yeah, he had been on like like podcasts that got subs. And so he reached out to Hans and was like, dude, like, how do you feel about just transferring this IP over to us and take this off your plate? You don't have to worry about it. Right. And then, I mean, dude, I'm not lying. We made every week for like three fucking years. Yeah. I mean, we were diligent. Yeah. We worked. We committed. We, we worked. worked. And we fucking, like, we showed up. And we took. No matter, we recorded some at my house, some at your new house, some at yeah, your yeah, new, yeah. new house. Some at the fucking, at the, at the DAC. Yeah. Some, yeah. We, you know, we, we put in work. We did anything we could to record. Yeah, because um, it was important to us, and then we started to realize after speaking with people and getting emails and voicemails that it was important to other people, and that just made it more important to us because we're all narcissists. So we're of course we love to be heard and to hear our own voice, but it made it even cooler that other people liked it and continue to like it to this day. They do. So um, that's a little taste. I had a meeting. He. Two days ago with the head of the Chamber of Commerce. I'm not going to bring his name up, but you can literally look it up. Really, really <laughs> lovely gentleman. But I I, I know everybody I, knows I'm not, him. I'm just not going to put him on. Everybody mind. loves him. So I sit in his office and I'm I have an I.T. computer business, which I'm actually trying to make money out of. So I was looking into, hey, pitch me. Right. Why should I join the Chamber of Commerce? Mm-hmm. So he pitched me. And about 45 minutes in, as we're sitting there talking, he... That sounds about right with that man. And he finally looks up and he's like, so you're the, you're the whiskey real guy, right? You know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, oh, don't fucking tell people that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. We don't have to talk about that. There was a point, (laughs) and we'll, we'll talk about those fun times because now we can talk open throated about, there was some stuff we could never talk about and we'll talk about it. Um, not in a bad way. We'll just talk about facts. Um, there was a point in time um, where being part of this podcast was not necessarily good for your career. No. Let's just say it that way. Yes. Um, we upset some people, which, you know, we viewed ourselves as comedians. So we thought in our fucking lizard brains that... If we're upsetting people, we're doing good job. Well, right? we went from comedian to provocateur. Provocateurs. And but still under the guise of comedian. Of course. Like it was never not supposed to be funny. We always wanted to do the right thing, but it was never not supposed to be under the guise of, of theater. Right? Yeah. And she got real, real quick. Yeah, we had um, some run-ins. There were some punches thrown. There were some uh, board meetings held. Yes. Um, there were some jobs threatened. And yes. we won't get into all of that. No, of course that, not. there's still relationships there. But we but rocked boats. It, it affected everybody's lives at yeah. the time. It became a little bit tenuous. But 
you don't get to hear about why or what unless you tune into episode 200. I love that. So suck it, nerd. And that'll (laughs) that'll come down to Sean, like what he wants to. I know, and that'll come down to me because I mean, I'm not in I'm not in litigation anymore. But no, no, that's funny. We were all we were all in litigation at one point. All if that's a teaser, that's a teaser. Nothing is. All three of us. All three of us had had court dates. Had been in court for think about it. Things that were said on this podcast and blah blah blah. Yes, hundred percent. We have pissed off restaurant owners. We have pissed off pissed off yogurt purveyors, bar owners, <laughs> bar uh, owners. Apparently, um, CEOs, yes, COOs, um, chamber members, um, old ladies, uh, people with uh, less limbs. Um, we've pissed off a lot of people, and yet. We are still here. We're still here. We're still breathing. Unscathed. <laughs> scathed, but not downtrodden. Do you feel scathed? Well, scathed would mean I'm, I'm, I've got some bumps and bruises. Well, you took a punch. I took a punch. You took a punch. I took a pussy-ass punch. You took a pussy-ass punch. <laughs> <laughs> I took one where I look and I laughed. I went, really? Okay. That was my... No, no I feel you. We'll talk more about it. Um, we will. Um, guys... We Again. love you and thank you. Tune into the next episode. I'm sorry this one's so short. No, and it actually wasn't that short. But no, we're here because Bobby, four or five minutes. Bobby and I can talk, so we can keep going. But we're not. All right. Enjoy your week. Um, I'm going to do a call to action real quick because I think it's really important. We need some feedback from you guys, especially for this episode. Nine seven zero four two six five three four four is very important. Yes. Nine seven zero four two six five three four four. Pussy need, punch. We <laughs> we need we need text messages, voicemails. Come on, guys! Would all be, you guys, all you guys, I know that listen. Come on, come on! Give me your favorite moment. Give me your dumbest moment. Give me the moment where you fucking started listening. Give us all your bits and pieces. We're gonna do it for the two hundredth. For the two hundredth, I promise you, you're give it going to, to be on the fucking. Give podcast. it to us, one hundred percent. Give us some feedback. Give, give us it some to me. Content. Give it to me. We need it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Because give me that stuff. There's no that reason for us to do this. Stuff. There's no reason that we do this other than to interact with you guys. You guys are the heart and soul of the whiskey reel. You're the reason we're here. I could do this at home by myself, just shouting to the fucking black. He's done that. Uh, I do. He does okay. that almost nightly. Almost nightly. <laughs> <laughs> and he records it. And then he just records over it. No, but seriously, um, <laughs> send us an email to whiskeyrillagmail.com. We're on Instagram. We're on all the things. We need reviews. Guys, this is our 200th episode. We're, we're excited about it. We wanted to do a live show. It just didn't work out. We're going to do that eventually. It's still, it's still too young post-COVID. We're, we're realizing, I know there's a lot of special events happening, but there's a lot of venues that, listen, there, yeah. unless, unless this was going to be something that we can guarantee and everything, I'm not trying to guarantee shit. I just wanted to fucking get a place where we can get some sponsors, which we had for the 100th episode that are now defunct. Um, but yeah, um, just 
do that. At least give us some content, your content, your favorite moments. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it. I don't care if there's 50 voicemails. We'll we'll play them all. You will get heard. Actually, you're right. We just want to hear it. I will stream them. We just want to hear it. We just want to hear it. We need feedback. Thanks. And we miss you guys. We love you guys. Yeah. And thanks. This week, there's no pearls. There's no music. There's no media. That's not what we're doing. We just wanted to touch base and let you know we're okay. And you're okay. Next week, Sean Moriarty with his big, dumb, Irish fat head (laughs) is going to be here. (laughs) That's like his carnival. (laughs) Check out the man with the big, stupid Irish fat head. His big Irish fat head. Um, He will be here. Uh, Again, we are going to have Colin. We're going to get some special fat. We're going to have some special guests. Um, we'll have some people calling in. We're super excited. We Special love you friends. guys. You are the heart and soul of the Whiskey Reel. Thank you so much for listening. Glass breaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs>